Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Stephen, along here with Brandon. This is the first ever video podcast that we've ever done, and I'm very excited to be a part of that, and I know Brandon is as well. Today's episode is called Lessons from a Younger Me, which is centered around a video idea that I had when I was, like, right after I graduated high school, I wanted to make a video where I would look back on all the times that I had in high school and kind of reflect on what I would have done differently and what advice I would have given myself. Well, that video never got made, and <laughs> now all this time has gone on, and I brought up the idea to Brandon, and we sort of decided that we could do this in three different parts, one where we could talk about our high school years, one about our college years, and then one about our post-college years. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I, I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, high school does kind of feel like a lifetime ago. Um, because I'm 26 now, we're both 26 now, and it's just so long ago, but uh, I, I feel like those years were such a crucial part of our development as adults, everybody, and uh, so it'll be kind of cool to take a trip down memory lane and, and figure out, you know, what parts might have shaped us kind of going on forward. So, I mean, right off the bat, is anything that stands out to you that you want to talk about? Yeah, just, just how different I was in high school versus how I am now. Not like I became like super cool guy, but just I became such a different version of myself. So when I think back about right before I got into high school, I had basically no identity except for just what my friends did and what my parents told me I should do. And I remember going into high school and my best friend's sister who was um, about to be a senior in high school, because I was a freshman when she was a senior, she would tell me all the stories about high school. So I heard about all kinds of things, all about, like, uh, like sex. I heard about, like, the bad kids, the people who smoke in the bathrooms, all this, <laughs> all this like, just kind of, kind of nonsense, but also, like, there's definitely some truth with a lot of this stuff. Right, yeah. And I was told about all the things I had to do, like, uh, you know, if I didn't wear American Eagle, I wasn't going to be cool. That's a true statement. <laughs> if I didn't have a black North Face backpack, I uh, <laughs> ran the risk of not being a cool kid. <laughs> Did you have a trapper keeper? <laughs> oh, of course I had a trapper keeper. <laughs> I was all about my trapper keeper, which it's funny because eventually, actually, I did give up on that in high school because I got sick of zipping it all the time. I was like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm trying to rush out of the class. I don't have time to zip this yeah, thing. Yeah, super inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Most inconvenient thing. What, what, what about the uh, what about freshman Brandon? What was going through his head? Freshman Brandon. Um, I was kind of on top of the world, honestly. I, I felt like um, I, uh, I was homecoming king for freshmen, which was... <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Totally stroked the ego. Um, no, but uh, I was the quarterback of the football team. Um, I was—I uh, actually got moved up to the sophomore baseball team. Um, like I had a girlfriend for six months, which was for like high school freshman year, that oh was like, God. oh, that's a really long relationship. You know, this is serious. Um, so yeah, I mean, freshman year, I had really great memories, uh, except sounds awesome. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> except the end of the year. So my, I've talked about it a couple times on the podcast. I moved to Tennessee in the middle of high school and, um, I, uh, we had tried to move when I was in seventh grade, but we couldn't sell our house. And so we ended up staying, um, uh, which I was super happy about, but then, Towards the end of freshman year, like while everything's going so great, my parents call me up to their bedroom and they're like, hey, um, we're going to move to Tennessee 
regardless of if we can sell our house or not. We just want to do it. And, uh, you know, it was just like shell shock. I, I, I don't even remember how I responded. I think I said I was okay with it when deep down I really wasn't. Um, but, uh, I mean, then I, like, my girlfriend and I had to break up. And, oh, uh, man. Yeah, it was... It's a big deal back then. It was very traumatic. But, uh, but I mean, freshman year as a whole, I think, was, was a... Um, fun memories sophomore year on the other hand was a shit show because <laughs> moving from minnesota to tennessee like you you don't think just like a 14 hour difference in america would be that much of a culture shock but tennessee is very conservative it's in the bible belt um it's very different than minnesota and i feel like even my personality type i was a lot more blunt uh, a lot more sarcastic with my sense of humor um and just like i feel like people thought i was just an asshole because they didn't understand <laughs> But I was joking. That was it. I literally had the exact same experience when I went to college. Like, my first years in Tennessee. Yeah. People thought I was just, like, a dick. They're like, who is this guy? He talks too fast and all this kind of stuff. Right, exactly. And and so I had to, like, tone it down a little bit. And then um, going into junior year was when I feel like I was just like, I'm not really going to care about the stuff that doesn't matter. And I started kind of coming into my own as as a person. And then senior year was a shit show again because we moved back to Minnesota and I had all these expectations for coming back to the high school um, that I, I started out at. And then everyone was kind of off doing their own thing. So I didn't have the same friends that I had before. Um, I did reconnect with my girlfriend, though. That uh, we started, No way. Yeah, we started dating again. Oh, my gosh. It didn't work out, but uh, <laughs> it was a good senior year, though. So That's such an interesting perspective to go from one high school, then move like, out of state, and then just like go back again. Yeah, no, it's, it was... Uh, I, I've, I hated it in the moment because I felt very comfortable where I was at. And um, this is something that I feel like I try to encourage people to do a lot. But I've thought about it like, you know, if I ever have kids and stuff, I feel like that experience, as hard as it was, that adversity helped me grow out of my comfort zone and be okay with coming out of my comfort zone because it was so different. Um, And, you know, I who knows what would have happened if I would have just stayed because, like I said, that freshman year, I was like homecoming royalty and the quarterback and all this stuff and just I I was full of myself and the ego was stroked a little too much and I think I needed the rude awakening to be like hey there's a whole world out there you're just you were just a big fish in a small pond um and you know it it just it helped me grow a lot as a person but you you stayed at the same school for all four years right oh yeah yep same school all four years but definitely not same me all four years Each me was like a total, each year me was like a totally different guy. My freshman year was like just the ultimate example of just the freshman dweeb, like did everything in the book, just small guy, or just like the most generic stuff, like mindless in a lot of ways. <laughs> actually, actually was on um, ADD medication my uh, freshman year of high school too. Okay. So that was, uh, that was like the only year that I really uh, took that kind of stuff. Was that the first time that you started taking uh, it? I started taking it, I guess, at the very end of eighth grade. Eighth grade, but okay. eighth grade like, through uh, freshman year of high school. So I, I feel like when I was on a lot of that stuff, I was sort of, like, more robotic. So I feel like my creativeness was not, yeah, like, hands. totally out there. And I feel like I really, back then, just to go along with, I don't know if this has anything to do with medication, but I just was, like, very much, like, 
everything I did, I thought people were watching me. I was, like, very nervous. I felt very unnatural. Like, I don't think there's ever been a more unnatural year of my life, except for maybe first grade. First grade was real rough for me, too. We can, we can do We this. don't want to talk about first grade. We can do it. Don't entire, bring it up around Steven, man. <laughs> we can He's, do it. <laughs> An entire episode on first grade for me because I did not learn how to read before I got into first grade. And immediately what? they were like, they were started reading and I was like, I just, I just learned the letter people. That's about as far as I got. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just got to the ABCs. I can't read. Get out of town here. <laughs> so that's, that was scoring. But in terms of my high school years, freshman year me, just lame. Nothing really. I did join the wrestling team. Which um, really? Yeah, I, 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 that was the first year I did wrestling was freshman year, and the one thing I will say that gave me probably the most self confidence of anything that I did that year because I liked to work out mm-hmm. and it got me in the that feeling of I could push myself as hard as a lot of other people because I really liked it right. and I saw the workout gains and like for the first time in my life I felt like I had some real discipline. So yeah. I think that was like my first like breakthrough that I had. What about like your competitiveness? Because I know you're very competitive now. Is that when it developed, you think? Uh, my competitiveness has always been sort of in me, but when I did the wrestling like workouts, I, I didn't love actually wrestling that much, but I loved like beating people on like running or like finishing workouts faster, climbing up the ropes more times, doing more push-ups or right. pull-ups and stuff. I was really into that kind of stuff. So gotcha. I think that might have been sort of the, uh, I think, origin. yeah, I think that was probably like the first time of my life where I saw like that I, if put in the right situation, I could thrive. Cause I feel like before that I never had a ton of self-confidence that I'd be able to like thrive in situations. Well, it's interesting cause I feel like it's partially, um, the, just the development in itself. Like before high school, I don't really remember being super self-aware about about little things like like oh wow I'm starting to figure out that I'm super competitive and whatnot I'm I mean maybe I just don't remember a lot of the years before then but I feel like high school almost it's almost the worst time bec- to become self aware because you're going through all these changes um, and whatnot um, but it's just like you start to really find out who you are in a town that you grew up in or in my case, you know, you move to a different town and you kind of have to find out who you are quick because you're kind of thrown into the fire of, uh, being out of the comfort zone. But, uh, but after wrestling, what, what other stuff did you kind of participate in, I guess? So like, you mean like throughout the rest of high school, yeah, what we got past freshman year and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so by the time I got to sophomore year, I, I would say like that's, it's, it's really weird. If there was like a moment in time that, sort of made a big difference for me. It was like that stretch between my freshman year of high school and sophomore year of high school. I feel like it is when I started to almost enter like a new phase of my life, which was like, now I have the consciousness to realize I don't have to do all these things that I was told that I should do to be the cool yeah. person. Because what I realized was I would rather be a, I'd rather be kind of hated for who I was or being lame for who I was than liked for who I was not. I feel like that was sort of like a transition that I had made where I felt like I was trying to be friends with people that I didn't really like. I was like, I don't, okay, maybe yeah. this person's cool, but I don't like spending time with them. And they probably don't like spending time with me either because they can probably feel my lack of self-confidence <laughs> like trying yeah. to be this person. So in between that summer, I, my dad told me something like, 
um, you know, when you go into your school year next year, just, like, walk in and act like you're the king of the school, which sounded like kind of goofy advice, but I took it to heart because I was like, yeah, like, he's like, if, if, you, if you go into a place and you act confident and you feel like you're the best, like, after a while, people might start to be, like, believe you. Like, yeah. Might start to, like, the feel whole, that like, vibe. fake it till you make it. Yeah, type, so type I really used that a lot my sophomore year of high school, and arguably sophomore year of high school was my best year of high school because okay. of just, like, the huge improvement that I made towards my self-confidence and just, like, my feeling comfortable, I'd say. I still wasn't there fully in self-confidence, but I felt a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. What about, since your perspective is way different, you kind of went into high school and got, like, very confident that freshman year. I'm curious to know, when you moved somewhere else, because you were kind of on your high horse, what was it like going into a new environment? Because I never got to be the new kid in school like that. Well, it was a shock in a lot of ways. Like, so just to paint a picture, so I, we moved down to Franklin, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Nashville, um... I actually had to move down before my whole family moved down. I stayed in a hotel for two weeks because of two-a-days for football. Oh, man. So living in a hotel for two weeks in a new place, I don't know anybody. Um, And football down in Tennessee is way more serious than up in Minnesota. It's just like like you hear about like Texas football is intense and stuff like that. Pretty much the more south you go, the more intense that stuff goes. I suppose Ohio is, though, really crazy with football, too. But... um, but yeah, so like it was a whole new, you know, just monster with that. Um, I realized as good as I thought I was at the sports, I wasn't even close to where I needed to be. So I like me and a, one of the wide receivers, we like scheduled times after practice to run routes and, and just practice a, a ton of different things. And we actually um, developed a really good uh, bond through that. But that happened. And then when we finally did move into our house, the movers with our stuff from Minnesota didn't come for like a week. So I was sleeping on the floor for a week when school started. I feel, I I think it was when school started. Um, so wasn't comfortable at all. Wasn't getting a lot of sleep. Plus I talked about how my girlfriend and I had to break up. We were like, it was pretty like intense. Um, we, we talked about how we were going to not be officially together because we didn't want to hurt each other. Like if we ended up finding someone new, but, uh, we talked about how we were going to make it. And when I graduated high school, I was going to come back up and we were going to be together and all this stuff. And then I remember like a month or so into high school, I get a text from her that said, um, or yeah, a month into sophomore year. So this is sophomore year. I get a text from her saying that she had started talking to a new guy and that she's going to start dating him. And she was so sorry. Um, and that just crushed me. So I was already, I was already kind of getting a rude awakening with the football and this new culture of being down South. And I'm just like this Minnesotan, this Yankee, as they would call me. <laughs> and I, I talk funny the way, the way I say certain words and stuff. Um, and then the, the girl that I was in love with fell for another man. <laughs> so tragic (laughs) yeah no it was it was actually really it was a really rough year but uh then i i think i started to kind of come around um during baseball season well actually no baseball season was rough too because i started out with these really high expectations going into baseball because baseball was like my focus in high school like i 
I worked out um, on my mechanics and my form all off season. Um, like, just did as much as I could because that was kind of my dream at that point. Um, and then in the off season during baseball, I actually like got some good attention from the coach. Like they were kind of expecting me to be the first baseman. And, uh, I was so nervous when we first started games. I, I remember our first trip in Florida. I, uh, we played these teams from Florida that were just incredible. And I like had three strikeouts in one game, which I had like, I don't even remember if I had ever done that before. I don't think I had, I just felt out of my league. Um, and then I was off and on the field with another kid. Um, and then I would light it up in JV and start feeling confident. And then as soon as I'd get into varsity, like, I feel like I started to feel some anxiety or something and I would just shit the bed. <laughs> and then, uh, so sophomore year, honestly, the end of sophomore year in the summer, I played on a traveling baseball team with one of my, uh, other he was another sophomore uh john he ended up being one of uh still is one of my closest friends um and him and i were on the same team and we kind of really developed a friendship and i started to kind of gain more confidence through that but i think that's a huge thing you know it's not necessarily like sports i feel like just sports that really help people kind of come into their own in high school but because you're so lost as to who you are personally I feel like those activities those extracurricular activities are so important for a community and for just developing your self-confidence I mean did you feel the same it sounds like you did with wrestling 100% yeah Yeah. wrestling was a big thing for me because I got to that was really my only thing I or activity that I would do that I worked with people from all the different grades so other than that, like mostly my friends were the same grade as me. Yeah. So that was like the one thing that I did that I'd work with seniors and stuff like that on different uh, workouts and stuff. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that a lot. What else did you do besides wrestling? You do, you played baseball, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I played baseball. I would play like in fall leagues as well. Okay. So I, so I would play with some people from different high schools mm. as well, which was kind of cool to see, get some different perspectives on things. Right. Um. But I, I never did, like, I, I never played any instruments or anything like that. I think, I, I mean, I've talked about this before, that my um, high school years were mostly spent, like, hanging out with my friends. I was, like, a pretty social person. Like, I had a lot of friends from different social groups, um, and I would play sports. Like, I would play, pick up basketball, uh, wrestle, baseball. I played soccer senior year. So... That was mostly, like, the stuff that I would do, would be hang out with my friends and play sports. Just, like, a much different perspective back then. But I do want to talk about, like, why that was. It was literally I did what my best friends did. Like, I did what my best friends did slash what my, like, my what my parents would sort of, like, guide me. I feel like back then I was a lot more guided from what my friends did, what my parents did. I was a lot... Like, that was what was important to me at that moment in time. And I think it sort of took away maybe my courage to do some other things outside of my comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the the self-awareness thing, I mean, that's around the time when you're, I, I feel like a lot of us are starting to become more aware of who we are and uh, what we want out of life or, you know, what life is even. Because it, it, it feels like a bubble, high school itself. Um, you know, and I, I, I wonder... I hope that people don't like look back on those years and like 
think that they define them because it's so unrealistic for... It doesn't define you at all. I I, I think it's it's more interesting to look at those years and sort of figure out why you were the way that you were and if anything back then indicated who you would become in the future. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry if I occasionally am walking up and hitting the computer. It keeps, like, going black dimming, after yeah. a while, like, dimming if I'm not touching it after a while. We, so <laughs> This is a new experience, so yeah. we just want to make sure nothing goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, we already had to try a couple of different um, takes at this because yeah. we screwed it up, so. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a good blooper reel for yeah, you guys we, or something. We probably will. We'll probably love a good blooper <laughs> reel. Um, well, I mean, we've been kind of reminiscing on high school for ourselves, and I don't want to turn this whole episode into like an Uncle Rico situation. If any of you guys have seen Napoleon Dynamite, where he's like, if I could just go back, if coach would have put me in, I don't want state. <laughs> um, so I don't want to turn it into that per se, but I do, because we talked about how, you know, looking back on that is important to see if, if anything like had importance on who you became or not. Is there anything that if you could go back and talk to teenage Steven that you would tell him or that, that you would try to change from those years? <laughs> first, the first one I think of is just like be yourself earlier. Right. Like I, I wish I would have, I wish it would have like clicked faster that I should just be open to, because I've always been a pretty like nice, not judgmental person. Like keep in mind, freshman year of high school, even though I, I did try to like be cooler or whatever, like I was always nice to everybody. At least I thought so. <laughs> if you guys listen to the podcast and you went to high school with Steven, let us know how much of a dick he was. <laughs> I thought I was a nice guy, but um, I, I think in, in general, uh, I, I, I was open to being friends with people, but I feel like it wasn't until sophomore year that I really just accepted the fact that I should just talk to everyone and get to know their stories. I've always, I've always been a, a generally curious person, and right. I feel like that worked to my benefit largely in high school because I would get to know every type of person in my school, and I wish I would have started on that earlier. Um, another thing I wish that I would have done differently is I was in a relationship for the entire second half of my high school years, which I, I could talk about that for a lot too, because that really helped pave a lot of things about myself. Um, but I, I wish in that relationship, I would have been more easygoing about it. I feel like I was just like too intense trying to balance like how important that was with my friends. And I feel like when I en- I lost a lot of acquaintances along the way. And if that relationship really wasn't going to pan out in the long run, it's just kind of un- unfortunate that I don't have as many friends from my high school. Like when I go home, I don't feel like I'm as close to some people just because I spent a lot of time with my girlfriend and I can only have like my best, best friends. It, right. But I mean, that's kind of how later on life works anyways. Yeah. But to do that in high school, I feel like I wish I would have, Tempered that. I wish I would have tempered it a little bit. Obviously, it's way easier to say that now than back then. When in the moment I was like, "This is awesome!" Like I, I I didn't get my first kiss until I was sixteen. So for me, like all of that was like super exciting. I'm curious what the first kiss story is. (laughs) Can we hear this? (laughs) Yeah, my first kiss story is I was um, on a park bench. Like actually, ironically, I'm a huge baseball fan. So it was actually on a 
baseball bench. There was no game going on or anything. No, there's nothing. You brought her to the ballpark? No, no, no. no nothing <laughs> like that. I was sitting on a um, baseball uh, park bench, and I was... <laughs> gosh, if anyone doesn't know this story, not like any of my friends who listen to this now, it was over... Uh, it was truth or dare. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How romantic. Yeah, it was truth or dare on a baseball park bench. So, very fitting. I love baseball, and whenever there's a silence in the room, I always say, all right, truth or dare. <laughs> no matter who's there. And a lot of times people are like, who's this weird creep? <laughs> Jeez. So those are... Those are the some of the first things, and then I'll just throw in one more there, which is just like I wish I would have followed my uh, inside feeling of I w- like actually putting myself out there to do more creative things. Mm-hmm. Like I really didn't start to do anything overly creative except for like a couple of videos I made in high school with my friends until I was like at least what eight nineteen I guess when I got to college I finally started to break out a little bit. Yeah. Do you? I mean, do you think though that you realize how much you love that stuff because you didn't get to do it before? Or do you think there's any of that aspect to it? I really think there's that aspect to yeah. it. I, I think that part of the reason now why, why, or why I'm so focused and determined on a lot of my, my creative endeavors is because I fe- I've always felt like I was supposed to do something with them. And I didn't for such a long time, even though I like believed in my heart that I was supposed to that continued down that path because I just liked it so much. So I think the lack of doing that stuff earlier on sort of has sort of um, made me better off in the long run. So it's like a regret, but it's also like I wonder if it actually ended up being better. Right. What about what about Brandon? I mean, you were pretty much king of the world back then, so <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> about that. No, I mean, <laughs> if I could go back, I, I think – you know, being more self-aware now, um, definitely, I mean, if any of us could do this, we would understand what things would probably fit us better. I think, um, a lot of my focus was on sports, just kind of like with you. Um, cause that's what I grew up doing. Like, I, I think I talked about this on a previous episode. My parents were both athletes. And so that's, you know, what I grew up learning from them. And then I also had a dream of being a professional baseball player, which was kind of unrealistic, but, you know, I just have always been kind of an ambitious person in that sense. Um, but I wish I would have done like plays and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't in choir until my senior year of high school. And the only reason I was in choir was because I performed at our pep fest. Um, the, the song that I, the first song I ever learned on piano, Come Home by One Republic, I played it at our homecoming pep fest and I got contacted by the choir, uh, director, teacher, whatever you want to call it, um, saying, come audition and we'll get you, if you are good enough, we'll get you in concert choir. And, uh, and so I did that. And I mean, choir was so much fun. Um, and it was just like, I feel like people that I probably actually related to more than even, um, you know, my teammates that I had grown up with. Um, another thing that I, it ended up kind of, uh, really hindering my, chance at some friendships which I mean looking back it's like you know we all kind of move on and do our own thing but I I didn't drink well I still don't drink uh alcohol at all but it got turned into this um this idea that I thought I was better than 
people that did do that. And I maybe I made mistakes of portraying that to people, um, you know, acting like I was better than, but that was never my intention. Um, and so I think uh, with high school, you know, because it's kind of taboo to, to drink in high school. So, like, if anybody doesn't drink and they make any comments about it, it's like, oh, you, you're a goody two-shoes and stuff like that. So I wish I would have maybe been more um, – drawn more of a line of being more accepting of hey if you guys want to do that it's totally fine i'm not it's not doesn't bother me um because i feel like I, I lost some some good friends that i had grown up with who had started doing that stuff um and i it was never my intention to do so so that that kind of that stung but um i also wish i had i had uh, tempered my expectations going back to my hometown afterwards because I felt like because that freshman year like we talked about I was on top of the world so I felt like I was going to go back and it was going to be the exact same thing um but everybody had grown up and uh started developing their own friend groups it wasn't like I was just going to be able to come back and and uh be a complete part of that and um I think it really hindered my ability to just focus on myself because I was I was spending so much time trying to like patch together the friendships that were no longer there instead of just like focusing on the people that mattered um and the things that mattered to me which was like I I did not pay attention in school very much I didn't I didn't really get that good of grades (laughs) (laughs) so like and Especially with like how much student loan debt has crippled me, which I feel like that can be a whole other episode in itself. But um, I feel like if I would have paid attention in class more or just done homework more and gotten better grades, like maybe my, um, you know, with my GPA being higher, I could have gotten more scholarship money and stuff like that. Um, So that really hindered me. I I just overall feel like I'm figuring out more and more what it takes to be uh, focused and have good work ethic. And so, uh, the younger I was, I think the worse I was off at it. I got distracted very easily. And, uh, if I could go back and say, Brandon, wake up, it would be to, to say, Hey, high school is its own bubble. You don't need to make your friends for life here and do everything that needs to be done here. You know, don't get distracted find what you want to do and, and focus on that. And I, I wonder if people relate to that in any way. Um, I, I think a lot of people like really not necessarily cling, but just, uh, they, they keep the same friend groups for their whole life through high school, which is a beautiful thing in itself. But I wonder if a lot of people are like, why did I get so caught up in that? You know, why didn't I focus on my own stuff and, and keep moving forward? Cause I could have made so much more progress. That that is such a relatable thing. I was thinking, did I miss anything very important? And I was like, yeah, I wish I would have taken more of an interest in my future. And I yeah, exactly. I like it's it's so weird because I always, at least now, like this modern version of me, I, I always have like such a a plan in place of like where I see things going kind of who I want to be. And the only thing I ever saw back then was I was like, yeah, I feel like at some point I'll just like be on TV or something, but there was literally, there was no path to get there. It was yeah. just like a concept in my head. Like, Oh, it's just going to happen. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just end up on TV or like, I'll just like be successful. But like there yeah. was, there was, I don't, I don't know if I was just delusional because I didn't have very good grades. I didn't, I was like a pretty lazy person back then in a lot of ways. The only thing that gave me the hope was I always at least did my homework. So, cause I had enough pride to get it done. And at wrestling, I always worked really hard. Yeah. 
And so I, you recognize that there was a work ethic. Yeah. You just didn't know how to structure it together almost. Exactly. I recognized fully that there was a work ethic, but I never saw enough of a payoff to, like, get really good grades. Because in my head, I was like, I don't need to go to Harvard. Like, the amount of right. effort that I'd have to put in to get into Harvard is, one, unlikely to even happen, and two, I'm not going to actually enjoy my life and do the things that I want to do. So I immediately recognized that all I needed in high school was, like, around a 3.0 GPA and to make some friends, be a decently social person, and then everything would sort of fall into place. And... <laughs> It actually kind of has worked out okay. Yeah. But at the time, that was not really exactly the right mindset to have. But partially, yeah. it was okay. I mean, for specifically the student loan debt is where I'm just like, gosh, why don't you do more homework assignments or something? <laughs> because that stuff just, like when I was pursuing music, having to pay those bills every month was just a pain because I couldn't like invest in a good microphone. I couldn't invest in like recording equipment, which um, at the time that I was pursuing music, YouTube artists started becoming a bigger and bigger thing. So I feel like I could have hit that market if I actually had the equipment to like um, produce quality stuff. Um, but I didn't have the money to because I was paying off student loans all the time. But if I would have focused in high school, maybe it would have been different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, there's there's times in high school. I remember, like, I, one of my GPAs, one quarter of high school, I got, like, a 2-2. Two, two. And I'm just like, man. And not like a 2-2, like, two, two, like a 2-point-2-something. Two yeah. Like, it was, it was pretty bad. I remember, like, one of my classes, I literally needed to get a 70% on the final to pass the class. And I did, which proves that, like, when it comes down to it, I'll do just enough to get by. <laughs> well, the, I had a, a really funny story from my parents. They went to the parent-teacher conferences, which are classic oh, yeah. high school. <laughs> classic. But, but uh, my parents went to a parent-teacher conference with one of my English teachers, and my English teacher was like, oh, my gosh, Brandon's the best. He participates in class so much. He's just so great to have. And then uh, they were like, well, then why does he have a C? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't do his homework. <laughs> so it was like the opposite of me. <laughs> really? You, yeah. t- t- teachers didn't like you? No, teachers didn't like me. Oh. I did do the homework, but I didn't pay any attention or participate in class. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was super – I loved to participate, which people probably thought I was this – schmuck because of it but i um if if you can't tell i like attention so i was i was all about that even in classes and um and so it was just like my teachers would all love me because i would participate and i'd get other people participating but then when it came time to like turn in assignments or study for a test i was just like eh, do i need to do this <laughs> no that's okay I got better stuff to do. My, my girlfriend and I will go hang out instead. <laughs> I was so cool back then. <laughs> well, speaking of your girlfriend, what was your high school dating experience like? Um, high school dating experience. Um, so I had um, a crush on this girl. Um, who I've actually talked about on the podcast before. The same girl that uh, later on uh, just, like, wouldn't respond to texts for, like, a month and then would text me as if we're still having a conversation. Oh, <laughs> so her and I actually dated freshman year of high school for two weeks. 
she was the homecoming queen and I was the homecoming king and we ended up dating. Um, but then we broke up because she had a lot going on in her life and she thought that having me in her life was just another thing on her plate. And then she wanted to get back together right after because she realized I was one of the things that took away stress. Um, but I was, I was bitter. So I said, no, <laughs> I basically just like shunned her. <laughs> but, um, but then the next I had a couple times where I, like, asked a girl out, and she's like, I don't see you that way. I just see you as a friend. I don't know if you got that a lot, but I, I got that a couple times. And then uh, and then I started dating that girl that I dated for six months before I moved. Um, and then sophomore year of high school, I mean, I was in a new place. I, oh, I actually had the first girl I started liking after I found out that my freshman year girlfriend was dating somebody else. We, like, were talking intensely for like two weeks and then all of a sudden she just stopped responding to me and then i found out she got drunk at a party and made out with one of my friends there yeah uh, just a shit show <laughs> and then um Bro. i actually started dating another girl later on that year but then her friends pulled the whole he's taking you away from us and so she started like backing <sighs> way off um so then we broke up um and then I didn't... Oh, and then I actually... That girl that I dated freshman year, we dated for six months long distance while I was in Tennessee still because I knew that I was moving back to Minnesota. And then we dated for that six months and then um, dated for the entire senior year of high school. So pretty much the same girl for, for most of it. Um, I guess two years total of high school was the same girl, just like you, right? But it wasn't basically connected. It was split up. You were connected the whole time right yeah mine was basically i think mm, second half of junior year and senior year yeah mine there was like a lot of breakups that's actually one thing about my high school relationship it had like six breakups in it. oh really yeah so i mean was it like straight through like sort of like we always like had a communication and we're in the same high school so it's not like we could really avoid each other a whole was lot. she friends with your friends because you said that you didn't really no, no, I, I have a general rule where I don't like to date people that have any association with anybody that I know for the most part. Why is that? I just feel like it's just like, one, it's a different perspective. Like, I just like like having oh, a different okay. perspective. And two, it's just like... You like the separate worlds kind I of. Like, I love it. I literally love having the separate worlds. It's like you're introduced to all of their friends, everything's new. And if everything does end, like, it's just, there's no problems. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to see them around. Yeah, yeah it's just, I don't know, it's just... I, I tend to like that rule, and I, I tend to not break it. Well, I guess for the, the concept of, like, going back and telling yourself... Well, I suppose you said that you uh, would go back and maybe not have that relationship be such a part of it. But anything specific in the high school relationship itself that you wish you could go back and, and tell yourself? Like, how to handle situations oh, better? Oh, my God. I, I was terrible at handling situations yeah. back then. Like... Whenever someone dates me, like they know that I like them, I'm I'm very like much an affectionate vocal communicator. But back then, I would just get a lot more like if I was mad instead of just like like blowing off the steam. I feel like I would just like blow up more. And if I was like sad when I should have just kind of stepped away and not poured everything out at once, I tended to just like let everything out. So I think I was I was very bad at realizing that there were times that I should turn off a certain part of myself and walk away from a situation. Yeah. I think I was just, I'm not, <laughs> the best way of saying, saying it is I was just like kind of soft. Well, no, I, I think 
when you're going through that development, I think the older we get, uh, any like you talk to older people, they they were way less in control of their emotions in general. And I don't think it's necessarily a soft thing. I just think you got so many hormones going on, you know, so you're going through puberty, all this, you know, stuff that's that's happening in your internally that you don't even know about. Um, plus you have, you're experiencing emotions for the first time that you've never had before. Um, you know, I could say that that girl that I dated for two years during high school time, that was the first girl I loved. Um, you know, so that was a whole new experience and the adversity that we had to face of me moving to a different place. Like you're so, these are such new territories that you, you can't really fault yourself for no. not being able to understand them. And just, that's a whole, you know, learning experience in itself. So, and, and keep in mind, I've, I've said this before. I was literally terrified of girls oh, yeah. until like I was like 15, maybe like I, I didn't really, I didn't grow up around a lot of females. Like I, like my neighborhood friends are mostly males so I just, I didn't have, I don't have a sister or anything. So I'd say like my mom, which right. is obviously not the best, <laughs> not the best person to have a concept of how all girls are. Right. So I think that had some of an effect on my, just, I was very uncomfortable around girls for the first part of high school. And then I like totally went, not that I became like some huge stud in the second half of high school, but I became like, I had a lot of female friends and I became very, very comfortable around girls and that's kind of like carried over like I I don't get super nervous I'm, I'm a pretty comfortable person around right around girls like there's been no issues at all it was a very weird thing that changed and it changed yeah right around like sophomore year of high school when I was just like all right if you maybe these girls will like me for just who I am you know what a what a crazy thought yeah no <laughs> I I had I have three younger sisters so I never really had that hurdle of like being afraid to you know, talk to girls or anything like that. I mean, I, I pretty much talked to everybody like they were the same, um, which actually I had a person really offended by that. My freshman year of high school, she told me she hates how I just talk to people like I'm friends with them already. And I was just like, why? I'm just being nice. I'm just like joking around. But some people it just sets off because it's like, you don't know me. So why are you talking to me like that? But uh, yeah, I, I feel like my nerves a lot of times kind of came from not honestly I, I wouldn't consider it like flip-flopping but it was like I would have strong opinions about stuff but then I would maybe like get in an argument with somebody about it and I tried I've always kind of tried to keep an open mind about things but I think when I was less secure about who I was I was more easily susceptible to other people's thoughts of me or opinions of me and I wonder if other people relate to that idea of just like you know, looking back, they're just like, dang it, I wish I would have stuck to my guns because I actually do feel strongly about this or whatever, but I didn't want to, like, not be liked or something. You know, that that's, that's something I've definitely developed more over time is, like, I don't really care as much about being liked. I mean, I definitely have people that, you know, I do care about that it matters to me that, you know, we, we respect each other and whatnot. But for the most part, if, if you're not in my inner circle, it, it doesn't bother me as much as it, as it did back then, which I'm sure is a, is a pretty common thing for people at that age. Um, to, to kind of go on the opposite end of the spectrum of things that you would change back then, do you think there, and you've kind of touched on a little bit, do you think there are things that have really shaped who you are now that, 
that have kind of any even specific experiences that have molded the person that you are now? Yeah, I think I, I, the first thing that comes to mind and sort of when I'm in backwards order is toward the end of high school, I, um, my relationship. So my relationship in high school, I think really was important towards establishing a lot about myself which yeah. was, I, I, I realized, like, I'm definitely a caring person who will will be there for the people that I care about. Like, I do feel like I was generally pretty present and, and understanding of a lot of um, things with a relationship. Right. I also think that it kind of got, it gave me a, like, from that point forward, I basically had a girlfriend, like, every year for the next... Like, I remember that about you when we first met in Knoxville. It, it seemed like you pretty regularly had a girlfriend except for <laughs> at the middle of sophomore year of college I feel like yeah. you when exactly. you and I really connected yeah <laughs> which was good timing I guess <laughs> yeah it was good timing um and and it really just helped my self-confidence in general like I'm having a girlfriend yeah okay because I, I I'm I've been pretty open about the fact that I definitely struggled a lot with self-confidence in my early years because I I, I never felt like I was really that good at anything I never felt like I really was comfortable like standing up for myself and actually being the full authentic version of myself but when i i I dated that girl um you know she was a lot different than my friends she was definitely like had a totally different life and just uh, everything that she brought to me was was different and she she was like a lot more quiet too yeah so her, her her life was really good for me to see because it it opened up my eyes even further and I feel right. like it really pushed me to realize that everybody has something positive to bring right. and that when you see someone walk down the halls of the high school you you they might just kind of be someone that you see every day but like they have a whole life story yeah and that relationship with her like getting to know like a girl who was in such did, a different world such a different world who I knew nothing about until I was 16 years old was just so cool to me and I was just hooked on the idea that I wanted to learn more about everybody and I yeah. feel like that sort of That's made me crazy. more more um, just wanting to see more of the world like that yeah. I think that probably is one of the things that pushed me to move to Tennessee was like you can there's a whole world within like every single person yeah and it, that was brought out of me. And I saw parts of me. She was able to see parts of me. That you couldn't see that before. That I didn't, that I, like, I was maybe somewhat aware of before. But she would be like, oh, I, I I, think you're, like, creative with this. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And she was, like, interested in, I listened to, it's funny, because I listened to a lot of, um, like, the stereotypical emo music back then. I was, uh, that was one of the things that broke me into becoming my own person was I found, like, a whole sort of, like, subculture that I thought was really cool. And I wasn't, like, full-blown emo, but I incorporated, like, elements of of that culture into... I don't know. Life. I've seen pictures of you back then. <laughs> you look pretty emo. <laughs> we could definitely go ahead and, and add a photo of me. Yeah. On this, on this. <laughs> I say we do it, yeah. Yeah, definitely add, add a photo of me. You can see all the great progress that I've made, <laughs> made in my life from the guy back then. Um, but... <laughs> Nah, I feel like I'm just like all thrown off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, so no, no, you were no. you found a subculture essentially. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Basically, she would see a lot of things in me that I was um, that I, I 
I, I started to feel confident about the parts of me that I felt um, self-conscious about before. I feel yeah. like that's the best way of summing it up. Well, that, that's, <laughs> I think it's really cool to hear that because to be able to take that away from even a situation that might have ended poorly or, you know, whatever, um, you know, you, it, it, I think ever since I known, I've known you at least, you've seemed like a very curious person. But to hear that that curiosity came out of something like a relationship, you know, that's, that's kind of cool to hear because it's, I'm trying to think if my relationship impacted me in that sense. I feel like, I, I don't know, I, stuff that molded me back then was really just, was really the moving back and forth because it was, I, I got that same curiosity from moving. I don't think I got it from my relationship per se. Cause I, you know, like when I was, when I started dating that girl, I was already pretty confident in myself and felt pretty self-assured, which like I said, I needed to be knocked off my pedestal. Um, but th what did that for me was the moving, the rude awakening and being placed in an environment that I had no idea what it was like. Um, it felt super stressful. I, I mean, I remember many emotional just times within uh, that first year, especially um, where I just didn't know what the heck was going on. Everything seemed like it was moving so fast. And I wanted to move back to Minnesota so, so freaking bad because it was just like, I want to get back to my comfort zone. And then the crazy thing was, after I got that perspective of curiosity, when we did move back, I realized it wasn't what I thought it was before. It just like, it wasn't enough for me. Um, and we've kind of had that conversation before too, where it's like, um, you know, once you start getting these new experiences, it's like the same old, same old that you had maybe before doesn't really do it for you anymore. It's, it's not as fulfilling. It's like, I want something new. I want to, oh, the, the blue thing is coming down. <laughs> there we go. This is quality <laughs> video, folks. <laughs> at, least, at least I caught it fast. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I was thinking, it's getting dark in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about to rain. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, this is all a learning process, and you're, you're learning with us, folks. <laughs> no, but just, like, like I said, like that new experience made me realize I wanted more new experiences and made me realize I didn't want to remain stagnant in one place. Um, and so I, I feel like encouraging people to get out of that comfort zone. I mean, we've talked about moving or, you know, whatever it is that'll do that, um, just to, to kind of branch out and see, um, you know, what's going on outside of you know, the bubble that you've always grown up in. But high school is its own bubble within itself, I feel like. And it's, it's tough at that time to have that kind of awareness. Luckily, my parents ended up uprooting, you know, us all together. So it was you know, not, not really a choice for me to leave my comfort zone, but, uh, it definitely was something that ended up panning out, I suppose, in my opinion, I guess. I don't know if it panned out. Maybe I'm just a shit person because of all of this. Yeah, you're, you're trash. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> you're yeah. trash. That's all you've ever been is trash. <laughs> We're going to have to take a short break. <laughs> no. Just kidding, man. Thanks, man. Just kidding, man. I, I, I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you, uh, Finally made it down to Chicago to uh, yeah to be on video with this time. We did. Uh, this kind of came out of nowhere. We were just like, "Hey, I can get a bus ticket." Well, I looked at plane tickets first. They're like four hundred bucks, and I was just like, "Get a bus ticket for like thirty bucks." Want me to come down this week? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> now we we're doing video for the first time. Which, I mean, other than that, uh, <laughs> the dark blue screen that's starting to do a <laughs> I feel like it's been decent. Yeah, yeah it hasn't been bad. Oh.
<laughs> I guess we'll let them decide. But uh, the last thing, I guess, unless you want to talk about anything else that has kind of molded you from high school, anything that sparks your um, thoughts? Y- well, maybe this the idea of how in high school I... I suffered actually a lot from anxiety my senior year of high school. I had really bad social anxiety where I would just like not like to go out as often. Like if I, whenever I was around big groups, I felt like I I didn't fit in. I felt like I was kind of falling out of um, like fa- like like people like started to drink like my like towards the end of high school, and I felt like there was a big. Um, anxiety in me where I didn't know how to act now I didn't know what high school was all about and that was like some of the worst anxiety I ever had like did you recognize like what it was did you recognize it was anxiety or did you know what anxiety was when it started happening or did you find that out later it started picking up my junior year of high school so my junior high school I started feeling like little bits of it where I get like this like weird sensation of I don't really I don't really like, want to go out tonight. I kind of want to, like, stay in. And I couldn't really describe it other than I, when it would happen, I'd feel, like, kind of robotic again. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't really know the full triggers of it, but it was, like, every time I go out into a big group setting, I, I started to, to feel this thing. And... Um, did you feel alone in it, or did you know that it was, like, something that a lot of people deal with? I felt... It's weird, because I, I, I sort of... Even though I, I know this is, like, sort of a family trait... I felt alone in it because I just felt like, I felt like angry. Like, why does this have to happen? It's like ruining me wanting to have fun. I used to be like so easygoing and I feel like as a result, I turned a lot more negative towards people, towards like the end part of high school where I was like very optimistic and thought everyone was like great and cheery. But when I would get into this state of anxiety, I would feel like people were like just bad people and that they should understand that. I'm feeling anxious right now, so they should, like, stay away or or not try to, like, pick on me or anything like that. So I think having those times back then made me realize that when that kind of stuff happens, you got to find a way to to avoid the situations that you just know that they're just not right. Like, maybe you just shouldn't hang out with those people if they're causing you anxiety. Right. And also pushing yourself in other instances where you know you can push through it if you just, like, put yourself out there. Yeah. So, so you learned that from that ex- so high school experience. From, from those high school experiences, I, I learned, like, when I went to college, I feel like when I, when I entered college, I had, I had realized, like, all right, I had learned, like, to manage it a little bit better. And as I've gotten older, it, it's gotten better, uh, better to manage. Well, it's it's kind of crazy to hear that because, obviously, we didn't go to the same high school. I didn't meet you till sophomore year of college. I, I don't think I would have ever known that about you. You know, when, when we first met, it was you that came up to me yeah. and introduced yourself. And I'm a pretty outgoing person, so I feel like I'm typically the person that makes that step or takes that step. Um, but yet to hear that, I think – I think that's a good perspective for anybody to be open about. Um, you know, I, I'm going to school to be a therapist. So I'm like all about like sharing that stuff. Cause if you don't talk about it, a lot of times there's no way that there's going to be any help for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of people probably relate to that idea of the anxiety and, and I, I feel like it's super scary back then because you have such little education on what might oh, be yeah. happening with your body mm-hmm. and what's going on. Um, but to hear that you're, you were able to learn from that, 
um, to, to not only avoid situations that kind of set you up for failure, but also to push yourself in some situations where maybe you're just, you're, you're letting, you don't want to let it get the best of you all the time. Exactly. You just got to recognize it. And I feel like that's towards the end of high school. Like it had been bad junior, senior year, especially like first half of senior year, but just by the end, I started to like recognize, okay, there are certain instances where I just should avoid everything. And then this is the night that I should just go out regardless because I know I'll be fine once I get out there. Yeah. And, and being like being able to recognize that. Yeah. was big. No, it sounds big. And I think that's probably shaped you big time for your life now. Um, for sure. To, to kind of, I guess, lightheartedly <laughs> change the... <laughs> yes. Do you have... Uh, <laughs> Do you have any, like, embarrassing moments that you want to talk about? Because it's obviously high school is just, like, this awkward time. Um, is there anything specifically <laughs> that you can think of? Um, <laughs> does that have to be about me or about a friend? You can, yeah. <laughs> I guess just memory from high school in general. I mean, just a memory about high school that I enjoyed a lot was I had. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I know this story. <laughs> and I unnamed... <laughs> Unnamed friend. Well, this just really paints a picture of, like, how dumb high school can truly be. And I always like to push to see what people will do. And I remember I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> would you drink pee for 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, probably. <laughs> and it was crazy because when I threw that out there... I, I mean, I expected that it was going to be not for 20 bucks. Like, right, you're going to try like, to bump up the yeah, ante. I, I thought for sure the ante would at least be bumped at minimum or just a flat-out no. But it was just a, I mean, yeah, probably. And as soon as I heard that, what do you think I did? <clears throat> Peed I, in a cup. I didn't back down. I was like, <laughs> oh, I literally was like, okay, guys, uh, everybody throwing some money. All we need is 20 bucks here that this man is going to drink. Beer. That was a lot of money for high school, though. Yeah, that was enough to buy, like, three Chipotle burritos. <laughs> Actually, not even. No, not even. Was Chipotle even a thing that... Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> not as big as it is now, but no. that's so disgusting. For 20 bucks, that's <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty bad. What was his reaction once he, uh... Do you remember? What For what? After he, he drank it or after he got the money? Both. <laughs> Both. Uh, I remember it took three gulps to get down probably the equivalent of a shot. Which is foul, <laughs> to say the least. And, um, yeah, so that was bad. That was real bad. So after he got the money, was he happy with his decision? I mean, it at the moment, but I feel like there was definitely some regret that built up quickly afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have that over his head for the rest of his life. Oh, so. yeah. It's just funny that... Like, that's what sticks out in high school. Out of, just just a much different time. Definitely yeah. a different time. What about you? So I would say my first kiss <laughs> was probably my most embarrassing. I mean, it, it, it's the one that pops into my head right now. So um, I remember specifically, it was that girl that I dated for six months, my freshman year of high school. <laughs> she was my first kiss. Uh, we went to the movie Freedom Writers with uh, Hilary Swank. It's the one where she, like goes to this inner city high school and teaches this diverse group of uh, classmates that like don't get along with each other and she brings them together um, <laughs> but I uh, I remember I just sat there next to her in the movie theater 
thinking in my head, all right, Brandon, you're going to kiss her in 10 seconds. 10, 9, and I would count down, and I'm like, okay, 20 seconds. <laughs> and I would just do that. I think I did that for the first hour of the movie. I have no idea what happened in the movie. I was just counting down to kiss this girl. Classic. And then I was like, fuck it, just do it. <laughs> and so I was like, can I kiss you? She said yes. I definitely thought we were going to do tongue, so I kind of went in strong. <laughs> she just thought it was going to be a peck, so wasn't my smoothest <laughs> moment. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying it's embarrassing. It was just like I had no idea what I was doing, and uh, I went for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, gosh. Right. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have told this story. <laughs> and any, any just general final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, just, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, high school in itself is is kind of a bubble um you know it's not the real world um in the sense that a lot of times if you've lived in the same place your whole life you're grown up with the same people who have the same thoughts and the same ideas um and so there's not a lot of uh not a ton of self-growth that i can i feel like can always go on i mean definitely there are perspectives you can take from it um but i i, I guess i hope for me i don't like look back at that time and regrets it was i was a kid um, trying to figure out who I was, and I found it out the older I got. Um, but overall, um, high school is is cool to kind of look back on and, and see how far we've come since then. So, what about you? I think that the high school years should be looked at as nothing that you actually regret. I don't think you should actually look back on your high school years and think, "Man, I wish I would have done those differently." Right. I think it's it's cool to recognize the decisions that you made there, sort of how it impacted the later version of you. Uh, but I think you should just appreciate the, the times that you had in high school. And if you do see high schoolers, maybe tell them some of the things that you, that you, you liked be and didn't like. And, and maybe they'll be receptive <laughs> or maybe they'll be like, shut up, old man, go kick rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I mean, my high school years were both good and bad they're like just a roller coaster just like my emotions which is why i was emo back then. yeah <laughs> it honestly makes so much sense yeah definitely well um like we talked about in the beginning of this episode this is going to be kind of a series uh the next uh part of the series will kind of break down the college years which is when we met uh so that'll be kind of cool to to uh reminisce about um and just i feel like for a lot of people those are really the years where we start to to realize who we are and come into our own so i think that'll be a really cool discussion um as always uh we really want to get you guys involved in the conversations if you have cool high school stories that you want to send into us or you want to talk about last episode which was um act like a man um or in the other episodes, um, we've been getting ex- some feedback from our millennials and paying our dues episode. So we're going to probably talk about that um, in, in a future episode. Um, but uh, yeah, emgpod at gmail.com. Um, you can tweet at me now at uh, Music. Um, Instagram is Brandon Flippin Music. Um, I actually got a YouTube page up and running. got a new video out um, with a cover of uh, Youth by Daughter. So you can check that out. Um, it's just Brandon Flippin, I think. And then, uh, yeah, anything, uh, obviously subscribe to the, the podcast page and, um, iTunes, the iTunes, uh, podcast app, um, or then your, your Twitter handle and all that stuff you want to. Sure. Yeah. You can, you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Russell B. My Instagram is also 
at Stephen Russell B. I have a Facebook page that's just called Butch Boss. Feel free to like me on there. I always post updates on the YouTube channel, podcast, really any sort of creative endeavor, and even sometimes just like random personal things, but nothing too in-depth. Um, you can email us at emgpod at gmail.com if you have any comments or questions as well. And I think that about covers everything on my end. Yeah, we're good to go. Appreciate you watching the first ever video for you guys who are watching the video version of this here. Expect a lot of videos coming soon as Brandon is here for this week to work on some projects. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Me so, too. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. Take it easy.